Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Yes, it's been several months, but I'm back. On the shows, we're now only going to be 30 minutes, but we're still going to have lots of fun. First, uh, housekeeping. Vitality Capsules, we're getting closer to having them in stock. They were encapsulated on Friday. That is so exciting. It has taken so long because all of the um, ingredients are being tested, and many of them had to be rejected. And so we've now got ingredients that have all passed the testing process and things are moving forward. So our uh, manufacturer is telling us that they should be ready uh, middle of September, but uh, I'm saying October 1st to be absolutely sure. So stay tuned for that, and we will be having a promotion. The promotion is the one additional bottle with your order uh, because they're now back in, back in stock. All right, today's topic is industry payments to clinicians and hospitals rose in 2016. I know what you're thinking. Isn't that awesome? Inflation goes up, premiums go up, uh, and, you know, Everything goes up because, well, that's just what happens. Things uh, things go up, right? That makes sense. Makes sense. Or does it really? The first thing to take a look at, and this is what caught my attention, as always, uh, even though I, I do not have a license, I do not practice medicine, I did go to medical school, I did practice for 10 years, 
so I'm still on the mailing list where I get all the latest updates. And so here they say, industry payments declinations in hospitals rose in 2016. And I said to myself, oh, my God, thank goodness those insurance companies are not pocketing all the money. Hmm. So uh, this is actually important information. Why? Because many people have this association, one I believe to be false, which associates, and get this, being healthy is caused by health care, which is increased by health insurance, which is increased by paying premiums, right? So then, if you follow this illogical sequence, then the more money you pay in health insurance premiums, that means the more money should be received by hospitals, doctors, whoever it is you feel should be paid for your health care. But you feel so strongly about it that you don't want to pay them yourself, but you feel strong enough about it that you do want to pay the health insurance to make it happen. So the deal is this. What happened with uh, in 2016? Does this logic hold? And I'm not even going to question the logic of healthcare equals health. We're just going to take a look at the logic of does paying more in health insurance premiums mean that the health insurance company is going to spend more on health care? In other words, if I hand the health insurance company $2 instead of $1, are they going to spend more money on health insurance claims? That's the question. So, to answer this question, I call upon Medscape. Now, Medscape actually brought the answer right to my inbox. And they said, well, update, July, 20, July 5th, 2017. And they tell you, they set you up for it, whether it's pizza, lodging, research grants, or consulting fees, payments from drug and medical device makers to clinicians and teaching hospitals increased slightly by 1.1%. That's a big average. However, the growth rate <clears throat> so increased by 1.1%. And this is what the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services announced today. And they're the ones who track all this stuff, by the way. Um, and this is from 2015 to 2016, or in, in, the, in the year of 2016, increased by 1.1%. I overestimated 2.9%. But the relevant thing to say is what happened to health insurance premiums? So to get this, if the payments, the, the amount they pay out increases by 1.1%, then health insurance premiums should go up by 1.1%, right? And that allows the health insurance company to maintain the same percentage profit. Their profits actually go up because the amount you're taking the percentage of is increasing, by the way. So health insurance company profits as a percentage of revenue, would stay the same if insurance premiums went up by 1.1% and payout went up by 1.1%. And again, you're still going to get slightly more profit because the, you're taking a percentage of. So I'm not criticizing the profits or not profits. That's not what I'm saying. What we're looking at, though, is does increase in health insurance premiums translate, translate into increase in the amount available to be paid 
for health care? Well, we only have to take a look at the uh, health reform people, and this is uh, these people, Kaiser Family Foundation. Now, Kaiser Family Foundation is an insurance company, so you know they're they're definitely in in, in favor of increasing premiums. So, how much did premiums go up in the same period? Well, according to Kaiser, the same period, health insurance premiums went up 4.9 percent. So people are paying 4.9% more in health insurance premiums, but the doctor, the other end, is only getting 1.1% more in dollars and cents. Yeah. So the question then is, what was uh, what was inflation in that same year? They used the consumer price index. So consumer price index boy is this confusing. So these all items index rose one point seven percent to twelve months ending July. So inflation rose 1.7%. The doctors got an increase of 1.1%, and health insurance premiums went up 4.9%. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So what this means then is the more you pay in health insurance premiums, the less doctors or hospitals or whoever you think is providing your health care is going to get paid. In other words, health paying health insurance premium as a strategy for making sure your doctor or hospital gets paid is not a reasonable strategy. It's actually a very poor strategy. One might even say irresponsible because it seems the more you pay the insurance companies, the less your doctor receives as a percent of the money you pay in. How cool is that? It's like way cool. So in other words, paying your insurance premiums is almost a way to make sure your doctor doesn't get paid. Now, when I was practicing medicine, I noticed this. I noticed that it didn't matter. Uh, what... my patients were paying in health insurance. I did not get paid. That's why I didn't take insurance. It did matter which insurance company, but it did not matter how much people were paying in health insurance. In fact, they could pay as much as they wanted to. I still didn't get paid. Another curious thing that happened was when the person had a deductible or a copay, no matter which, the amount of money I received was equal to the deductible or copay. And so the only thing that happened was now the patient is paying a health insurance premium and on top of that is paying me. And so paying for health insurance is simply an exercise, like buying a lottery ticket or like uh, you know many other things in life where you 
pay the bill or whatever it might be. And then what finally happens is shoulder shrug. Eh. Maybe your bills will get paid, but most likely uh, they won't. And so what, what is the best way to make sure your health bills are paid, if that's what you're trying to do? The best way to make sure your health bills are paid is simply to set aside the money, very same money you would pay for health insurance, set aside the money. And if a medical matter comes up, you decide, hey, do I want to take it out of my personal health fund or not? And if you do that, a couple of things are going to happen. First of all, you're going to be saying no to a lot of things the doctor recommends, number one. Number two, you're going to be asking for a discount. And number three, believe it or not, healthcare prices are going to go way, way down. Yep, that's right. Healthcare prices are going to go down. The driving factor in healthcare inflation is simply the insurance company having the ability to extract the money from the person paying the premium. However, things have changed. Things have changed. There is a new individual in the White House, and this individual has suspended the uh, penalty for not having health insurance. So you get to not have health insurance. You get to set aside whatever amount of money you think is proper for your health care, and you get to decide what you think health care is. Maybe to you, health care is eating organic food. Maybe to you, health care is drinking purified water, getting a purifier system in your house. So you don't have to drink uh, recycled sewage or uh, tap water filled with mind control fluoride. So you have choices as to now, once you separate yourself from the health insurance system, you get to decide what health care is. You decide what needs to be done to improve your health, and you get to set aside the money to pay for it and pay for it yourself. And, I might add, get better results. So the uh, link between paying more in health insurance and getting more money paid for health insurance bills or even keeping up with inflation is really tenuous. When you realize your doctor is only going to get 1.1% more, inflation is 1.7% more, and you're paying 4.9% more, then in order for the doctor to get a penny, you've got to pay two or three pennies. In order for the doctor to get a dollar, you have to pay two or three dollars. Imagine your doctor might not be too happy uh, with what the insurance company is paying them because what you are paying to the insurance company does not flow through to the doctor. Now, when I went to medical school, not medical school, but to business school, Wharton Business School, we had a course called insurance, which was taught by one of the premier consultants to the insurance industry. I'd like to point out that he was at least 30 pounds overweight, just for the record. And so he explained it was very, very important that people stop paying their doctors and instead start paying insurance companies. And the Lord, silly me, <laughs> I want to know why this is so important. He said, because whoever gets the dollar first keeps it. And when patients pay the insurance companies, we get to keep the money, we get to make more profit. But as long as people are willing to pay their doctor directly, then there is no chance of 
the insurance companies. Thriving. So I said, well, well, wait a minute. Well, does the insurance company then pay the doctor and make sure the doctor gets paid? And the instructor looked at me with a totally confused look on his face and said, the doctor's the middleman. We're trying to cut out the middleman. And so basically this allows insurance companies to go straight to the pocket of the consumer without having to turn around and pay any money to the doctors. And as you can see, that's pretty much what's happening. The more people are paying to insurance companies, the less money is actually even getting to the doctor or the hospital. And so if you are a responsible type who wants to uh, pay their bills, then health insurance is not the way to do it. Now, some people say uh, create your own health savings account. No, that does not work. Why? Because the health savings account, the insurance industry determines what is a health expense. So if a health savings account, organic food might not be a health expense. A health savings account, a higher, more expensive uh, makeup that doesn't have chemicals in it might not be a health expense. Buying an air purifier for your house, buying a water purifier for your house, all these might not be health expenses. Buying some essential oils, maybe buying some supplements, these may not be considered health expenses. So when you put your money in a health savings account, it's almost adding insult to injury or injury to insult. So now you've paid your health insurance premium, and now you're going to take money and put it in a health savings account, again, beyond your reach, where you cannot spend it for uh, health-enhancing maneuvers that might not uh, fit their definition of health care. So when you create a health savings account, it's like creating an IRA, an IRA. Basically, you take this money, you put it out of your reach, and you can only spend it as if it's not even your money. You can only spend it with permission from who? I don't know. I guess the authority changes from time to time. But this is the problem. And with these, uh, with health insurance, the only thing that happens is uh, the insurance going to keep the money. And more and more, this is becoming the case. In the old days, 1990, to be precise, it was considered usury, fraud, and outright theft if an insurance company spent more than uh, 15% of funds collected on so-called administrative costs. Well, now, the government explicitly says 35% is the allowable amount, and the uh, insurance company can apply for permission, special permission, to keep an even larger chunk of the of the premium dollar. So, paying a dollar to the insurance companies for healthcare and then begging for 65 cents back is losing proposition. Uh, most casinos give better uh, returns than that. <laughs> yeah. So that so the answer. The question is: Are industry payments and clinicians rising in 2016? Of course. Can the poor doctors or hospitals or whoever keep up with inflation? No, they're only getting 1.1 percent or 1.7, 1.1 percent. 
And then inflation's at 1.7%, so they're behind the eight ball. Uh, don't let your and mothers don't let your kids grow up to be doctors. This is definitely a losing, losing proposition. So, meanwhile, again, <coughs> the insurance companies are collecting 4.9%. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I'm not saying they shouldn't profit. What I am saying is it seems like a pretty raw deal for the person paying premiums and for the uh, anyone on the other end called a doctor or provider who wants to rely on that type of payment. So, <coughs> excuse me, the um, thing to do that makes sense is to save your own money and decide what you think a healthcare expense is and spend it accordingly. All right. <coughs> we are going to take a break for questions and answers. <coughs> Let's see. <laughs> Patrick Daniels, do they have health savings accounts overseas? No, they do not. They do not. Um, the um, governments overseas that see fit to tell people what kind of health care they should and shouldn't have at least have the uh, decency to pay for it. And so what we have certainly in Panama is a system where the government pays for certain hospitals and whatever, and people go to those hospitals and they want free care. And also what happens is every doctor is required in order to become a doctor to work for at least one year for free at a government facility. So this way the government has free labor, and at least in the way of doctors, and they uh, and people have health care. There is health insurance. There is health insurance in um, in Panama, and uh, locals um, tend not to pay for it. In other words, they they'll pay for it if their employer will pay for it, but they're not reaching into their pocket to pay for it. Only the gringos, <laughs> foreigners, buy this insurance. And some people have good experience, and some people do not. Just like insurance. Uh, or health insurance in the United States. So at no point is it considered to be a uh, such a great deal that someone would be willing to pay for it on, on their own. And I personally think this is an excellent uh, indicator of how valuable something is. I think if the public is not willing to pay for it, it pretty much speaks for itself. It doesn't mean the government should pay for it. Uh, what it means is it probably is just not worth it. It's not a worthwhile expenditure either for the government or for the personal individual. So if the personal individual says, hey, you know what, this is not worth it, then I would go along with that and say, hey, you know what, maybe it's not worth it. Okay, we have another. Uh, got that. 
Dr. Daniels, do you think health insurance is kind of like the Red Cross? Most of the money goes to administrative costs rather than to things we will really need or will benefit from. Okay, so I can't comment on the Red Cross, but health insurance companies are companies that operate for profit. They try and reduce any overhead or expenses. And paying your health insurance claims are an overhead. It's an expense. It interferes with profits. And so health insurance companies are not in business to uh, pay your bills. They are in business to make a profit. And one way they do that is by not paying your bills. And so it's actually illogical and unsensible to even buy it. Dr. Dan, could you take a few moments to comment on the crisis in Houston, Texas? Um, you know, I'm overseas, and we don't get the news that much. I do understand that there's a very bad uh, issue there. I have been getting, uh, you know, some you know, information about the flooding and various difficulties. But all I can tell you is, as always, uh, depending on the government, for your salvation is just not a reasonable uh, plan. I think the, you know, there are many um, private efforts underway to provide uh, assistance in Texas. I've received a lot of information in my inbox from people who are trying to help. They're not even asking for money. They're actually putting in their own uh, resources and helping. And I think that this is definitely the way to go. Um, with prior uh, disasters like the big uh, Gulf storm of, I think, 08 was, um, you know, the government just, just, they weren't there. You know, there was FEMA, there were all these government agencies, and things just, uh, just didn't seem to come together for the people uh, in the Gulf region. So definitely wishing the best. My heart goes out to them, but uh, you know, I think really each and every person just needs to take a look at the situation and see what they can do to help. Alrighty, I think that is about it. As dangerous as healthcare may be, paying for it with health insurance makes even less sense. A controversial position, I know, but. All of the information leads in that direction. And I'd just like to end by telling people vitality capsules are on the way, on the way. If you have not gotten your free report, uh, candidate cleaning report at vitalitycapsules.com, please go and do sign up for that. Also, uh, watch your inbox for more information on the vitality capsules returning. All right, thank you again, and it's great to be back.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.